Hello and welcome to Health. Let's chill out and get real. My name is Lara Jezef and I will be your host. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm here with my friend Nick and also he's the owner of the gym that I train in and work in and he's also a hypnotherapist. Welcome. Hello, thank you. Nice to be here. Nick, Nick and I are used to doing lots of Facebook Lives together, so it's actually quite fun to do a podcast where people don't see our faces. Yeah. That'd be a good thing. No. <laughs> no, he's beautiful. Oh, thank you. It's all the water. No. I know. <laughs> Although someone was mocking your hair recently, they weren't were. they? Yeah, that's my brother. He's cool. <laughs> I have to say he's also a pro wrestler as well, so we'll throw true. that one in. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> nice and, and nasty. Nasty. I love it. Anyway, we want to talk... I thought I wanted to talk to Nick today about hypnotherapy because I get lots of questions about it. And mm. I've seen a lot of movies recently, and one in particular, I can't remember the name of it, it was... I can't remember the name, but it was really, it annoyed me because they they made it seem like um, this woman came in and she just put this guy under without him knowing. She, he just walked into this room and then suddenly he was trapped in a box in himself, in his mind, yeah. because she put him under just from stirring a cup of tea with a teaspoon. <laughs> and then the whole film was about how this, this is what hypnotherapists do, they put you under, they like voodoo your mind and I was like yeah. this annoys me so much <laughs> purely because like I've had hypnotherapy with you I've had yep. hypnotherapy with um, a coach in the UK yeah I've had one other here and hypnotherapy is amazing mm. and that's why I wanted to get you on here yeah it's great yeah it's there's a lot of misconceptions about it and uh for what's what's real about hypnotherapy and what's yeah what's false or what's and and for the most part people are cautious they're very worried at first because you're 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 putting your trust in somebody that yeah. you may or may not know. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, we're, we're hypnotising ourselves all the time. Yeah. Um, oh, explain that. I remember you talking yeah. to me about that before. Well, so you can use it in a positive way or a negative way. So mm. the way that you talk to yourself, your self-talk. Yeah. Um, a good example is if you get a compliment from somebody, you see they say, say, oh, you look pretty today. You can either see it as, oh, they, they want something, or, <laughs> or there might be a voice that says, um, oh, they're just, you know, it's something negative, oh, they're lying, or whatever it is, or you can take it and go, oh, that's really, really nice, like, that's really cool, and then, yeah, maybe I do look pretty today, and then, then you feel good, and you can hypnotise yourself to have more confidence, mm-hmm. um, or you can hypnotise yourself to, you know, feel bad about things, and to always see the glass as half empty rather than half full, um, but it's, yeah, it's, there's a, there's a lot of different styles of, uh, of hypnotherapy. Um, it's so true, actually, really. Yeah. It's really cool, but then like even like if you listen to your favorite song every day, that's yeah. a that's a really good way for, um, to anchor a really good feeling. You hypnotize yourself just because you listen to music that's going to stimulate your nervous system uh, to feel good. And if you listen to that favorite song of yours, it's like yeah. I, feel I did good. that on yesterday because I was like in a bad mood for some reason in the morning. But yeah, and I think a lot of people just carry on in that bad mood, thinking, oh, I'm just going to have a bad day today. But it takes yeah. training. You have to reprogram. Yeah. The fact that you've decided to wake up in a bad mood. So I put on some like music that is like happy, upbeat, and I was like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> and you change your mood in in an instant. Yeah. Don't you? yeah. Yeah. And that's what's cool about hypnotherapy is people think that it's it's in a clinical setting, and you and you sit there and you go under. It's almost like a spell. Yep. Um, 
and and there are times where you can do it that style where you can put somebody under, but um, but can you walk into a room and see someone and then just put them under? Uh, it, honestly, it depends on how suggestible they are. Okay. So if they're so there's always that one person at a party that's like, I'm gonna do this, and like they're gonna do something crazy, and that is the perfect person to hypnotize. Okay. Because they're they're willing to do. Um, Whatever it is for the crowd, or and that's where stage hypnosis becomes really popular. Yeah. Um. So they kind of see who's responding, and then they go, "All right, well, this person's they just want to they just want to do it." They like, and they can see that, and they go, "All right, well, they're going to be a great hypnotic subject." Um. Whereas there's people that uh they'll go to a hip hypnosis show and be like, "Oh, like you can they're not moving. They're just like this is all this is all crap." Um. And then they they're not that they're not good to do hypnotherapy with because they're always going against what you're saying um, and then they don't get a good result. So mm. hypnosis is essentially, can you follow instructions? Yeah. And if you can follow instructions and, and have trust with that person, then you'll go, you go to a, a better result. Mm. If both parties come into it and they both want to, to get a, the desired result, whether it be more confidence, um, whether it be to be a non-smoker, whether it to be... Uh, to help with eating disorders, whether it be eating too much or not eating at all. Yeah. Um, and you work together to get that desired result. Find out why you were feeling that way and then you can dissolve that and then go into what's in the future for you. So, so the, yeah. explain to me, like I've, I've experienced it before, but for the listeners, like yeah. what is the start? What do you, how do you get someone into a hypnosis state? Yeah. Um, Their first consult sort of thing. It's with, with their first consult. So someone that would come to see me, um, depending on what their problem is, they've usually been referred by somebody. Like, okay. hey, go see Nick. He can he can help you with this issue. Um, and for the most part, they come to see me to help fix them. And I'm but I'm not here to, here to fix That's them. The key word, yeah. Isn't it? I want to be fixed. Fix me. Fix yeah, me. Yeah. No it, one's broken. Right? No, no one's broken. <laughs> and they've all got things to learn from. But um, they they go to, they come to see me um, to to get some change and. But I already know within them they've got the change, and they've already got the answers to their problems. Because if you've got, if you've created your problem, then you can create your solution. And sometimes it's about first knowing that you created your problem. That's the step one. So, um, mm -hmm. and getting people to take responsibility for that, then they can create the change. If they're in denial, um, it's never going to work for me. Um, and I'll have I'll have clients that will come in, and it's all their fault and all this person's fault. And I'm like, okay, well. What, well, that's not. We can't change what these other people are doing, but we can change what you're doing and, and how you feel about you, um, which is really, really important. Especially if someone's been bullied a lot in their past, mm. which which comes up a lot, um, whether it be from from being a kid, whether it's from other kids, or if it's from parents or teachers or whatever it is, um, that sticks with people for a long time, and it becomes part of their identity, and they they do whatever it is within their power to protect their identity because that's all they know. Mm. Um, so you gotta be really careful, yeah, with sort of where you start. But for the most part, um, first sessions, we just I'm I'm listening to their language, I'm listening to how they describe what their problems are, but also knowing that they're more than their problems because people they because they're so consumed in what their problem is, they don't really think outside of what their pro what their solution could be. Like they don't really think, well, shit, what's outside of me that could be the solution to this, or what's inside me that's the solution to this. So there's always there's always an option there, yeah, which is good. Definitely. Um, and then we go through some relaxing techniques. 
um, suggestibility. So with, with hypnotherapy, it's, you suggest something. So um, take a deep breath in. It's like, and then it's like, all right, then breathe out. Okay, that's a really easy suggestion to follow. And, um, and then you start to, to layer that with other things. Like, so um, you get people to then close their eyes and then they can close their eyes. And some people feel more comfortable with their eyes closed with hypnotherapy or mm. they do it with their eyes open. Yeah. Um, but Which again, is, is one better than the other or it just depends on the just person? just depends on the person and how comfortable they are. Yeah. Some people don't like eye contact. Mm. And they get, oh shit, someone's watching me. Yeah. I get that a lot with my anxious clients. They, okay. get, they get really worried that people are watching them. Um, if they've had a, uh, generally if it's like a father figure or like a, an authority figure, that would be talking down to them. They like The safest way to be is to not look at them, not, not have eye contact. So they mm. kind of, they look away or they look down. And you can notice that with people with, with a few confidence issues. Interesting. So what's the answer to that? Be to focus on like maintaining eye contact and that will build strength in that area and you get comfortable being uncomfortable and then it becomes comfortable. Yeah. Which is cool and that's that's a big one. Yeah. Um, because you have to face your fears in order to conquer them, which is really, really cool. I remember you saying how you had uh, an anxiety client and you kind of resolved these long anxiety issues that have been going on for years yep. in one session. Yeah, it was just, and it was like, what? Yeah, it was really, it was really quick. That was, that was a, um, a really good one. We had... Um, had a girl that uh, was just incredible, really strong girl, um, strong personality, but just, yeah, the anxiety would, would, would always stop her from her achieving her potential and um, would always uh, just, yeah, stop her from going out and enjoying life and things like that. And I knew that she was really, really strong straight away, and but she didn't realise. And then as soon as she realised, it was like, boom, like a big light bulb moment. And she was like, holy crap. I created this problem that wasn't really a problem and now I know the solution to that problem and the funny thing about hypnotherapy is sometimes you do your, the work and the job so good and it sounds strange but you do it so good and so effectively that it's not actually a problem anymore and then they, when they think about it, was it a problem? They, like, they're like, nah, it wasn't even a problem. I'm like, hold up a second, you come in here, before this, you couldn't leave your house, you mm. couldn't, you had trouble talking to people, you didn't want any attention you wanted like to run away it was a big big problem it was like a 9 out of 10 problem and now you're saying it's not a problem at all they're like yeah it's not it's not a problem at all I'm like what <laughs> and um so that's that's really really cool I like that just blows my mind because you see so many people now who like oh, I'm on a, these anxiety meds I'm on these antidepressants because mm. I can't leave the house but ultimately you're in control of that and you of, can resolve it a lot of the time you, you can you can find some control mm. in that there's um there's always a, a an extra factor there but i suppose it depends on the person depends as well. on the person yeah, yeah. some like again and if they've, if they've experienced some serious trauma that's a big one um but there's there's things that we can control but we always focus on the things that we can't control mm. and that's then that's going to create a sense of chaos and the only way to bring it back into order is by realizing that you can control some things and those small things like I can control how I feel by changing the song. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. As simple as that. I can um, change the way I feel by wearing something that makes me feel good. Yellow. So, ye yellow is great. Yeah. Or, you know, you would 
if you feel something you feel comfortable in, mm. like my favourite pair of Ugg boots or... Yeah, you stand differently when mm. you're confident. You just bought a new outfit or we've, we've just had our hair done. Yeah. So we just have this new, like, confidence. You feel great. You know? Yeah. And if you do more, more of that, then it becomes part of your nervous system and it becomes who you are. Oh. Yeah, but we're, we're always changing and growing and learning um, whether we are paying attention to it or not. Yeah. So you do, the more you pay attention to it, the more you can create, mm. which is a good thing as well. So I don't have any confidence. Okay, let's create some. And how many times are you telling yourself every day, I don't have any confidence, I don't have any confidence. Over, I don't over, have any confidence. Over, yeah. Like going back to what you were saying, hypnotising yourself yeah. into think, believing that that's true. Yeah, and so all, all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Interesting. Have you heard of the saying, um, sticks and stones will break your bones, yeah. but names will never yeah. hurt you? So like, um, it's a big one with bullying as well. It's like, People will call you names, and then they'll take the piss and, and all that sort of stuff. And um, But it's only really going to offend you or hurt you if you're allowed to hurt you or offend you. Someone can call you fat, someone can call you skinny, someone can call you tall, someone can call you short. Like, well, it's a physical appearance, or they can they can say all these things, but whether, it's up to you whether or not you take that on board. Mm. Um, cool thing with the pro wrestling that I do is I'm a bad guy. So <laughs> I used to be a good guy, I used to come out as a goodie, and the the crowd would cheer and they'd be like, yeah, go Nick. <laughs> and then I turned, I turned into a bad guy. So my character's a bad guy and I go out there and um, the crowd yell abuse and you're this and you're that. Yeah, but, you have to play up to it. But, and, I, and, I, and I react to it and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm playing this character out there. But it's really, really cool because it's showing me that it is truly sticks and stones will break your bones. But names will never hurt you. Mm. So they can call me every name under the sun, but if my mindset is I want them to call me as many names as they can because, you know, it's part of the show, it's part of the act. Um, it's a good thing, so it's a good reframe. So you can look at that as um, if, if someone does call you a name, you can change the way you feel about that um, because it's generally coming from a place where they're not feeling confident within themselves, so they're trying to bring you down. Yep. Because then they're them, they themselves aren't happy. And if you realise that, you go, oh shit, they're not feeling happy. So it's like, hey, like, are you okay? Like, you, you call me this name, but maybe maybe you need to work on some self-love or some, you know, what's happened to you? Like, God, that will throw them, wouldn't it? They'd yeah, be like, it does. The, word, the, the funniest thing you can do is give someone a compliment after they call your name. Yeah. And then what the hell? Like, what? <laughs> How powerful as well. It's, yeah, and it just throws them out. Mm. Um but it's also you, you're changing the state, yeah. or you can or you can buy into it. We've all got that one person that will will say something just that just triggers triggers like you're like oh my god that makes me so mad, <laughs> and uh, and I still I fall into this thing uh, every now and again where I I have somebody that will say something I'm like oh and then I'm like hold up a second Nick, and so because we Step we do back. react yeah, yeah we we go back to those those instincts as as kids or yeah. as young adults and it's yeah yeah it still gets people but I think. But the, you understand it. You know how to yeah. step back and see it. But and every, we do yeah. get sucked into it. We, be, we believe everything that's happening to us. And and it can become a really, really big big focus. Yeah. Um, but so you, it's literally... So hypnotherapy in a session is, for me, is like meditating. Yeah. It, it's not this turning the teacup... I mean, you didn't do that to me. You just waved a clock in front of my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good one. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, the, my favourite is the, um, the chicken. The chicken. Oh, you're not going to make me sound like a chicken, eh? And yeah, I was like, totally. You're going to forget this whole session. Yeah. It's, that's probably the most common thing we get asked. Oh, you can make me 
sound like a chicken? And I was like, well, do you know what the sound a chicken makes? And then they make the noise, and I'm like, geez, that was hard. <laughs> and they're like, hold up a second. It's, yeah, it, damn it's, it. All it is is you're following instructions, and if you can't follow instructions, then hypnotherapy is not for you. But yeah. if you can follow instructions and you want change, you want help, mm. and you want to work out why you think the way you think or why you react as the way you react, and then how to make yourself feel better, long-term, short-term, how to let go of things instantly, yeah. things that have been bothering you for years because you just you didn't really know how to let go, mm. um, I can help show you that yeah. because that's cool. It's um, just so super powerful. I mean, I had, I know you know this, but I had counselling for about 10 years because I was on antidepressants, suffering yeah. with depression, and then I started getting into hypnotherapy yeah. and did time a lot of timeline therapy Timeline's and I did really some good, timeline yeah. with you as well. And it's just amazing how you just look at your past in a different way yeah. now and it's not traumatic anymore it's just something that's happened and yeah. you don't carry it with you anymore yeah and, and it's interesting because I, I ask people um with with any timeline stuff i said well can you show me show me where your past is like show me where like, where is it i love that because it's actually yeah. everyone's different everyone's got a different direction with their body but also um sometimes uh they can't actually physically show you where it is because it exists in their mind. Yeah, that's interesting. So when they um, when I'm like, oh, show me, show me where that is. Where is where is your past? Yeah. How do you know what your past is like? Where where your past is or what it's doing or, and then it's like, are you making it up? Is is it a definite memory? Oh, is it, interesting. Is, is it true? Is that the is that the true memory of, of what happened? Um, because there's always there's always a different point of view. It's like Chinese whispers, isn't it? You think yeah. you heard something or remember something, and it's not actually real at all. True. Or or, or sometimes you ask ask somebody um, that was older back then uh, oh. about an event, and then they give you some more information, and it changes the past, and then your memory of the past changes. Yeah. So what we do with with timeline therapy, we we go back to an event, um, even before an event, up into a nice safe area where they can look down, almost like a deck of cards. Oh laid out on the ground you can kind of see the event in front of you and you're up in the safe place which number one is really really cool because if you've had a traumatic past if you're in a safe place up there you can you can feel yourself being safe in the past yeah i was so on clouds clouds are really away. cool yeah and it's good because you're like holy holy crap like if, if they are, are constantly anxious and constantly on edge about things and always have to be doing something because otherwise something's going to get them um, if they're up in a safe place, they can actually relax and then they can sleep good. Mm. Um, and then they can learn about the event, take the positive from that, take the things that they can use as a lesson, let go of all the negative feelings because that's not helping them, and then take that into the future and then use that with them moving forward because people, a lot of people will be stuck in the past. It's the way that our brains work. Mm. They're stuck in the past. Oh, he said this and she said that and then this happened to me. And I can't do this because of this. It's like, well, you're giving yourselves a lot of reasons why you can't do something. Maybe you gather some things from the past that gives you the reasons that you can do something in the future and can do something today. Mm. And um, when they feel that and they, they experience that, they go, holy crap. I've been holding myself back for all these years. All I needed to do was just get out of my own road, start believing in myself again, and then, boom, they're away. They, then they can achieve whatever they want to achieve. Yeah. Um, it's so amazing that you have the control. You end up feeling very powerful, empowered. Empowered, yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people feel like they don't have much power, well, and 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 
and they feel, oh shit, I just don't know what to do. How do they feel when they leave a session? Most people have this glow about them. Oh, it's yeah. a weird, it's a weird thing. <laughs> but they, at first, they're a little bit zoned out because you're not getting them all pregnant, are you? <laughs> so the, the glow, the pregnant glow. <laughs> it's a special glow. Yeah. Um. No, they they, they definitely um they definitely walk out relieved um so like obviously with the, with the personal training work we do here as well you can sort of see with people's posture how tight a lot of stressed mm. people are and you can see it in their neck and their and their upper upper traps when they walk out they're just so much more relaxed yeah. and, I, and I, i'll test i'll feel like physically I'll, I'll touch their shoulder i'll touch their neck and be like you know before and then afterwards just to demonstrate the, the difference in, in tension and, and stress um the way that they breathe after after they let go of something that may have been they've held on to it for so long they'll go and they'll just let go and then you, you see a shift um there's a lot of other different cues that we go through um like tension in the face mm. or like different face color how they hold themselves um and it's it's really cool like how the body will hold on to stress yeah and when it relaxes it just sort of just goes down like, oh wow amazing <laughs> so that's do, really cool do they often notice when they leave that they feel just like a, a lighter or do you make a point and say, how do you feel? What's the... They do feel a little bit... Yeah, I, I always check how they feel. And I always check... And I always remind them that they're going to feel a little bit spaced out sometimes. Mm. Not completely spaced out, but just kind of like, holy shit. I've been thinking this way for 20 years or whatever. And then they go, shit. Like, their whole world changes. Like, they're, they're looking looking at things with a different from a different perspective. Yeah. They're not they're not feeling oppressed all the time. They're not feeling the world's against them. They're realizing that they are the whole world. They are the whole universe. Mm. They are, they have this responsibility now and it feels good to be responsible because a lot of people go they shy away from responsibility because they feel like they're not good enough. Mm. When they realize that they're good enough and it's theirs and they've been in control the whole time, they've just had like some bad information or had some bad experiences. Um now, now when they've got that empowerment, that empowerment and that responsibility to do good things, that's great. They they like oh shit, like here we go. The rest of my life starts today. It's exciting. But yeah, it's ex- it's more exciting. It's not it's not a nervous feeling. It's excitement. Yeah. Which is a good way to feel because you should feel excited about mm. things in life. Definitely. I often think I I can't remember if I asked you, but mm. you know, have you seen the film Green Mile? That's got that the, um, the yeah. big, yeah, big, the big black guy, guy yeah. um, with Tom Hanks, I think. Yeah, he's in it. It just reminds me of like, is that what you experience when people leave? You've taken on all of this energy <laughs> and then you have to cough up this black flies that come out of your mouth to get rid of for, it all. For, me, you... <laughs> for me, like, because I like, like from, from the stuff I've done um, with hypnotherapy, like I've gone as deep and as dark as, as my mind can go and... Um, and I th- and I was like, cause I was so scared to to look with him, cause I mean I'm you know young young dude and males don't like to talk about things too much, mm. um, uh, so to look in the mirror and to really look at myself truly like naked, pretty much like inside and see what's going on is um was a really confronting experience. Is that what you have to do to train as a hypnotherapist? Um, or is something that you have to do when you're. It was just part of it. It was just part of. I wanted to let go of my fear, my like anger, sadness, guilt, like conflict, all the all these negative emotions, we got to, to nail them all. Like the very first one we did was anger. And I'm like, I'm not an angry person. Like I'm usually pretty chill, chilled out. And so I had to really, really try to dig deep to find out where the first angry experience I ever had was. Because then when you knock that out, the rest mm. sort of all go. Mm. So that was a bit of a hard one um, to find. And then once I found that, I was like, okay, that was easy to let go of. Holy shit. 
sadness and then I started letting go of them really, really quick and I was like, well, how dark can I look into and still feel good? Because when you peel off all the layers, it's like an onion, you peel it all off, oh shit. Like you get down to the deep core, you just, you pure energy and love and it's like, as hippie as it sounds, it's really, really beautiful. It's nice, it's nice. It's great. And then you go, well, shit, holy crap, like I'm all this beautiful love and energy I just had a bit of shit thrown at me and it sort of stuck for a bit. But once you peel off that crap and you start to realize that you're just pure love and energy, you're like, oh shit. Like, I am worth all this, like, um, this positivity and all these good experiences and all that. Um, and that's really, really powerful. Yeah. And uh, we did a really, really cool, um, I did one of the, uh, the trainer that was doing it, Paul Alicia, he was doing a, a hypnotherapy session with a girl uh, in front of the class and I was part of the course and she, he, we usually we float above an event mm. and then you go, okay, float up above it. And it's, and I, I had no idea that he was going to do this. So it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> um, he put the attention on her and how she felt in that experience, which before that I didn't realize that you could do that. Um, and then he went, okay, what, what are you feeling there? And it was a negative feeling. And I've always been like, okay, run away from them. Like, that's not good. But he went, okay. And then what do you feel underneath that feeling? And what do you feel underneath that feeling? Oh, and she kept going, dig and dig and dig. Because yeah. he, he knows deep down that she's pure energy underneath that bullshit. Wow. So he kept digging and digging and putting attention. No, focus on it, focus on it, focus on it. You could, you've got this. You're fine. I'm with you. And she, boom, 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 ripped it all off. And then, um, like, you know, mind was like, you know, uh, so it would be like, I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel scared. I feel um, confused. And then I feel nothing. And then I was like, it's like nothing. Do you feel nothing underneath that? No, nothing. What do you feel underneath that? Loved. It's like boom, got to the core of it. So underneath all the bullshit was was pure love. Wow. And then, but she just been focusing on the top layer. She didn't realize deep down underneath all that was this beautiful love and energy. And um, they both, uh, you know, cried of a happiness, happiness tears, and like felt that strong feeling of love again because deep down underneath everything is love. It's still love, aren't we? Just yeah. all love. And um, we, we complicate things and we stress about things to protect that love. But we you can find better strategies. So after he did this, I was like, oh my God, what did you just do? And then he, <laughs> then he, said, he gave us the lesson of you don't just have to float above it. You can look right at it. Um, it's having the confidence to do that yeah. as well, isn't it? And to realize that, you, I mean, there's monsters under your bed. But when you look under there and you actually turn the light on, there's no monsters under there. Mm, I it's, like that analogy. It's all anticipation. It's all... Yeah. You think that there might be something there and you psych yourself out and then it's nothing there. Um, so do you get hypnotised yourself or do you self-hypnotise yourself? I do both. So yeah. depending on what I need. Um, I used to have... Yeah, I used to... Because we, we did a lot during my course. Mm. Uh, let go of a lot of stuff. So I like to refresh it and I like to do it with, with people, which yeah. is cool, but I can do it with myself as well. Yeah. Um, when my mum passed away, it was a really good experience to have that knowledge there which yeah, is really good to stop myself oh like going through grief was a really really bizarre thing because I'm like okay I know this is happening but I like trying to be in control of being out of control was just was That's a, tricky it's a tricky experience <laughs> but like very thankful that I had that there to sort of help stabilise me um do you think it helped you get over your grief in a different way or quicker? No, because I've never experienced grief like this. So it's it was, true. Yeah. Nothing to compare it to. For nothing to compare it to. It was definitely a strong feeling, mm. but having the reminder that deep down we're all love is, yeah. is a really good thing. And that's what keeps, well, kept me sane throughout it because it's such a, 
crazy experience. So I think it's um, so it's it's good to know that deep down that we're just love and, and good energy. And there's awesome people around that will yeah. love and support you as well. Even if you do feel alone, and which you will, you, you go through stages where you feel alone, and you remi- remind yourself that's just another layer to peel off because. Yeah. And we, we trick ourselves, we hypnotise ourselves, oh shit, like this, this and this, and then we go, well, hold up a second, what's the actual truth here? Mm, definitely. Mm. I feel like there's a few snippets here, like what people should be aware of themselves, what they're saying to themselves every day. Yeah. Um, rephrasing things. Yeah. Rephrase, reframe, yeah, all that. What else could you like let people know that they could do now, like after they've listened to the podcast? Like just uh, be surrounded by more positive people. Yeah, it's who you surround yourself with is massive. But if you can't control that, mm. what you listen to. Have you ever had? Uh, you you might have had a client. So I've had uh, lots of clients over the years, and myself have been through it. Yeah, uh, you go through a breakup. Yeah. So breakups, <laughs> horrible thing. It sucks. It's like someone dying. It's well, like... there's one guy here who goes through a breakup every day. <laughs> <laughs> Does happen. Um, but uh, you definitely, um, when you have a breakup, it's like the worst feeling. You're like, mm. oh, and you, there's a lot of self reflection. You do feel like your heart is broken. It's as well. broken. You it's feel like, like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's ended. And um, so most people, well, not most, but like a lot of people, they'll listen to breakup songs. There's like yes, ah. keeping that moment Keep of sadness. Going. And then so then they're like, oh, I feel so shit, and they'll hear a song and they'll cry, and it's like, oh man. And um, I say, well, how good is it? Like, how many great songs have come out of like a breakup though? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's so many good breakup songs. Yeah. Um, and there's so many good things that have happened out of breakups, but the actual event it sucks. Yeah. It's it's not fun at all. But then, uh, again, to to move on and to heal, you take the positives from it. You know, from my last relationship, I learned how to respect myself, how to to give more to, um, you know, how, how I know I should be treated and how I should treat others, um, things like that. Like, there's a lot of good things you can take from that relationship and you can bring that into the next one. Yeah. Or you can bring all the negative things from that relationship. And attract another same and person And attract the like same that. person again. Because if I say, don't think about a blue tree... Automatic. I've just thought about a blue think tree. Think about a blue tree. And then I say, no, really, don't think about a blue tree. That's all you can see. Mm. Um, so you say it the way you want it as well. That's probably the biggest one. Yeah, if you want definitely. something in life, so if, you, if I want uh, a relationship or a career or if I want um, millions of dollars, you say it the exact way that you want it. That's such a big thing, actually, because so mm. many were just like, okay, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want my day to yeah. be like this. But it's not like... Think about how you want it to be. Yeah. And it's it's a little bit harder, but once you start practicing, you get better. And yeah. that's the tr- that's, that's that's the secret. You got to practice yeah. every day. Every day. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. But then you practice the the, the right thoughts. Mm. And if you do, and if you stuff up, good, learn yeah. from it, and then okay, well, let's have then another. See crack. a hypnotherapist. Yeah. <laughs> Just make you might need to be steered in the right direction. That's one thing. Yeah. Because and that's the other thing. People they try to do it all by themselves all the time. It, yeah, it's the yeah. ego, isn't it? Thinking yeah. that they shouldn't burden people. It's good to ha- it's good to ask for help. Mm. It's really good to ask for help. Yeah. Um, because you know they might just have a, just a small tweak, a mm. little bit of perspective change. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. So if I if I have any questions about physical health, uh, whether it be like medicine, I mean, I can go and talk to some of my clients at doctors, or I can yeah. go and talk to a physio, get the expert advice, and then that'll 
rather than be like, oh, I'm just gonna guess and try this. Yeah. Like if you if you ask for help from professionals. Yeah. It's awesome. It's good for you. Nice. Oh, it's such a good. Oh, I'm gonna end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. That's that fine. Thank you so much. Hopefully, people understand a bit more about hypnotherapy yeah. now and don't think it's a bit like woo woo. And, and no chickens, no chickens. No chickens, no clocks, no, no stirring tea. <laughs> this is not the stirring tea. Weirdo. Common tea. <laughs> Thanks so much, everyone. Um, if this interests you, if you've liked the podcast, please share with a friend who could benefit. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you.